0: Hey everyone, this is Christian Benavides, Digital Content Director at Texas Watch, and I'll be your host for this episode of Texas Tales. In today's episode, Executive Director Ware Windle gives us an update on the current bills that Texas Watch is working on, and how you can take action on these bills as we move into the final months of the Texas legislative session. This is Texas Tales. Welcome.
1: Welcome everyone to the April 8th, 2021 edition of the Rundown. I'm Ware Wendell, and I am the Executive Director of Texas Watch. Texas Watch stands up for consumers, policyholders, patients, workers, and the public at the Texas Capitol. And we are so fortunate to be able to help give you a voice at the Capitol. You know, big industries have lots of lobbyists uh, in the Capitol hallways every single day. And our job is to make sure that your voice is heard and to connect you with your lawmakers so that you are part of the political process. So thank you for giving us that opportunity and uh, and we try to do our very best for you. It is a very, very busy time at the Capitol. I know I said in the last rundown that this felt like when the anaconda swallows the pig whole uh, maybe they've swallowed two pigs whole at this point. It, it's it's hot and heavy at the Capitol in terms of uh, hearings. Committees are hearing a lot of bills right now in both chambers, in both the House and the Senate. And so we've been giving a lot of testimony and helping members of the public to give testimony as well. And I want to talk about a number of those uh, bills here in just a second. The first one, we were joined with gosh, by dozens and dozens of doctors on opposing two bills. One is a Senate bill, Senate Bill 207, and the other is the House Companion, House Bill 1617, 1617. Both of these bills would make it much harder for doctors to treat injury victims. So if you have been hit by somebody on the road or you've suffered a a workplace injury, uh, you name it, something that's out of your control, you're injured now, and you're trying to seek medical treatment. Right now, it's really hard to find a doctor to treat you, even if you have health insurance, because a lot of these doctors don't want to get pulled into the litigation. And what these bills do is it pulls them into the litigation even more. Instead of the doctors being able to spend more time in examination rooms treating patients, they're going to have to spend more time in court rooms testifying as to whether their medical treatment was necessary and whether the charges for that treatment was, quote unquote, reasonable, whether those charges were reasonable. Right now in the law, we have a very balanced law that allows each side to basically put up an affidavit. This is a sworn statement saying, this is, this is what we've done. This is our treatment. This is why it's reasonable. The other side can contest that with a counter affidavit. And, uh, and then you can have a, a debate about that. What the bill does, and I'm getting into some of the weeds here, so hang with me for a second, but it allows the defense here to say that they don't have to put up an affidavit. They can just say that they're going to contest these charges sometime later in the litigation. Well, what that now does is it triggers depositions for the doctors. It triggers testimony and subpoenas for the doctors as well. And we want to make sure that doctors are treating patients. We have a crisis in the state when it comes to patient access. We rank near the very bottom of the barrel. Uh, By one measure, we were ranked 47th in terms of patient access in 2017. And then in 2020, uh, we were ranked at 48th. We lost ground. We are dead last in the country in terms of the number of folks in Texas, adults in Texas, who are uninsured, who have no insurance at all. And remember, I said, even if you have insurance, it could be hard to find a doctor to help you. So many doctors came to the Capitol and said, please don't do this to us. Um, please, please don't pass these bills. And we were so proud to be there shoulder to shoulder with doctors saying, this is bad for doctors. This is bad for patients. We don't need to disturb the law here in this area. If we need to make some changes to the law, here are some modest ways to do that. But I would submit that both of these bills are very radical proposals that are just going to make injury victims a new class of untouchables. It's going to be really hard to get medical care if you have suffered an injury through no fault of your own. You're going to be left with waiting in line at the ER with everybody else, even if you have health insurance for many of you, or going to a county hospital and trying to get charity care provided there. So both of these bills really impair patient access, and we have a crisis when it comes to patient access in this state. So we would ask you to please join us in opposing Senate Bill 207 and House Bill 1617. You can do that on our website, texaswatch.org. Go to the ACT page. Uh, Kelly has already put in the comments here on Facebook the, the letter that you can sign. It just takes a minute to do it. And uh, join those doctors, join us, join other patient advocates in opposing both of these bills. It's so important that you take a minute to do that. After you do it, we make it easy. You can tell your friends on Facebook to oppose the bills as well. Send it out through your email uh, chain, you name it. But try to spread the word on that one because we need more patient care in this state, not less patient care. We don't need more red tape in this state for doctors. And uh, this bill would only create obstacles for doctors and their patients. Again, it drags them into the courtroom when they don't need to be in the courtroom instead of in the examination room treating you and me. So please support us in opposing both of those bills. Senate Bill 207 and House Bill 1617. Another big bill that has come up uh, since we last talked is Senate Bill 11. This is a bill that reorganizes our appellate courts in very radical ways again. Currently, Texas is well served by having 14 courts of appeals. Texas is a huge state. Uh, You've heard many people say it. I mean, if you start looking at a map, I mean, just geography alone in Texas, um, you know, we're like the size of Germany. (laughs) We're huge. We're huge and um and we're well served by having 14 courts of appeals because that gives our courts more of a local focus you know the rural parts of the state can have a court that is more attuned to their interest and their needs as a rural part of the state the urban parts of the state can have a court that's attuned to their needs so what senate bill 11 does is it takes it down from 14 courts all the way down to seven appellate court districts seven Cuts it in half. There is no compelling reason to do this at all. In the map that they have proposed, now Dallas and Austin are grouped into the same appellate court district. These are two of the largest cities, not just in our state, but in our country. The last time I looked, I think Dallas ranks number nine in the country and Austin is number eleven. I mean, two of the top 15 cities in the country are, are now going to be grouped if this bill passes into the same appellate court district that can create delays for the litigants and justice delayed is justice denied. Austin and Dallas are different places. I, I live in Austin. I've lived here for over 20 years. I have a lot of family in Dallas. And I can tell you as great as both of those cities are, they are different cities with different needs and different interests. And it just makes no sense to do this. Rural interests are gonna be mixed and lumped in with urban interests. And uh, we don't need to do this. Many, many judges came to Austin. This is not easy to do right now during the pandemic. And they spoke up and they said, please, we don't need this. We, We definitely don't need this right now during the pandemic because we are facing a backlog in Texas due to the pandemic. Our courts had to stop basically because there was no safe way to operate. And so they're gonna be clearing this backlog in the coming years. I have every confidence that they will do that. We have amazing public servants as our judges, both at the trial court and the appellate court level. They're gonna do everything they can to clear that backlog. What they don't need to do in the midst of that is have to reorganize their courts. That makes no sense. I mean, staff considerations, think about it, right? They don't need to, to move in essence during this. Um, and so so we oppose Senate Bill 11. You can oppose it too, and we ask you to please oppose it. You can do it on our website under our hashtag Protect Our Courts uh, page. It's again up on the action page. It takes a minute to do it. This is not the time to reorganize our courts. This is not the way to reorganize our courts. There have been zero, field hearings, meaning they have not gone around the state and asked the cities and the rural parts of the state, do you want us to reorganize your courts? When when that point was pressed upon, the, the author of the bill said, well, this is the hearing. Here it is. This is the hearing. That's not the way it should work, respectfully. You need to consult the citizens of this state and ask them about their concerns and their needs. Many civil rights organizations oppose the bill because they fear, and I share these, these concerns, that it will dilute the vote. It will dilute voices. We are a nonpartisan organization, but we believe that everybody deserves to have their vote counted. And think about it. If you start pairing Dallas and Austin, if you're voting in either one of those cities, your vote essentially counts half as much in a way. So we think this is a bad idea. This is not the time to be doing this. We ask you to please oppose Senate Bill 11. This is really important. Join in in all of those other uh, justices who who took the time to testify. I testified against the bill, uh, but we can put my testimony in the comments as well so you can hear our concerns from the Texas Watch side. Many civil rights organizations, like I said, testified against it. So, I mean, so many groups are saying, do not do this, please. And we need the public to weigh in. So we make it easy for you to do so. We testified on two great bills uh, just yesterday in the Texas House that would help our veterans. These bills are authored by Representative Abel Herrero, who does just great things year in, year out. He's helping our veterans this session. You may recall last session we worked really hard to create a registry for our veterans who are affected by burn pits. So when I say burn pits, In Afghanistan and Iraq and and parts of Africa, places where we had forward operating bases, all of our waste was piled into these open pits, doused in jet or diesel fuel, and set on fire every day. So think about it. We're talking about batteries, paint, uh, helicopter blades, unexploded munitions, Mattresses, styrofoam, everything you can imagine that is generated on a military base was burned this way instead of in cleaner burning incinerators that have controls on them to make sure that these toxins are not released out into the air in the same way. So when you just douse stuff in in jet or diesel fuel, it aerosolizes those toxins. It breaks them up. It makes them really small. Now they're floating in the air. And our, and our fighting men and women were breathing it into their lungs, day in and day out. Now, what makes me really mad is in 1978, the DOD, the Department of Defense, issued guidelines saying, if we do this on our basis, it should only be done on a temporary basis, because that's the only way we can dispose of this waste. And that was ignored. That was ignored in Afghanistan and Iraq. And so what's happening is many of our of our soldiers are coming back and they're getting very rare cancers, very aggressive cancers, very serious lung disorders. And and they're falling very ill. Many of them are dying, unfortunately, as a result of this, this for this generation of warfighters, this is their Agent Orange. And our good friends who are the leaders on this issue, Burn Pits 360, please go check them out. Kelly, if you will put the link in the comments. Burn Pits 360, uh, Leroy and Rosie Torres over there are just amazing advocates. Um, they are the leaders, and we support them in this fight. They they have really gone around the country and talked about the need for a registry. There is a federal registry. So when I say registry, that means that if you're a veteran and you have symptoms. You can register those symptoms with the government, it tracks it, it shows that you were stationed at these places on these dates. And then um, ideally it should track your health over time. The problem with the federal registry is there's huge holes in it. It's hard to indicate if you have had a deterioration or decline in your health. And if you should pass away as as a service member, it's hard for your family to update your record and say that you died and this is what you died of. So we need state level registries to fill in those holes, to plug in those gaps. We worked with uh, Burn Pits 360. We were proud to support them. And again, Representative Herrero and Senator Hinojosa last session in getting a registry passed. So we technically have a state level registry in Texas to help our veterans. The problem is we don't have enough funding for it. So these two bills, House Bill 3953 and 3957 get funding in place. It's done through voluntary contributions. It's not a tax increase. We're facing a budget crunch this session. So these are voluntary contributions. Uh, If you are registering for a handgun license, a license to carry, you can, on one of these bills, you can give a voluntary contribution to this fund. And I think that's very important. And I think that that community Um, should be very supportive of our veterans, just speaking from personal experience. And then the other bill allows you to get a specialty license plate honoring these burn pits victims, and a good portion of that fee goes towards this registry. So it allows Texas veterans to fill out their symptoms, track their symptoms, their family can indicate if they have had a change in their health or if, God forbid, they should uh, die from this. So it's really important that we get this Texas Registry up and running. We have a lot of information up on our hashtag Help TX Vets page. You can find that under the Projects tab. We have a letter again that you can send to your lawmakers saying, please help our veterans. This is not a tax increase. These are voluntary contributions that the public can make towards this fund. Help to raise the profile of the fund. And, and if you want to contribute five or ten or even more dollars to the fund, wonderful, please. Um state government needs that to be able to carry out the good work that was started last session. So please support those two bills. Okay, I want to close as we're talking about uh, legislative issues on two that you've heard me talk about before. The first is House Bill 359. This is a bill that um, helps folks who are extra responsible when you buy uninsured or underinsured motorist coverage and you're protecting yourself. If someone hits you on our roads and they don't have enough insurance or they don't have any insurance. The last time I looked, 14% of the drivers on Texas roads do not have any insurance at all. Think about that. So you buy extra insurance to cover yourself so that your insurance can kick in, fill in any gap in terms of making you whole, You know, getting your car fixed, getting your body fixed. If you've suffered injuries, you can get the medical care that you need. Well, there's a bad Supreme Court decision. You've heard me talk about it before. The name of the case is Brainerd versus Trinity. And that Supreme Court case basically gums up the works and says, your insurance company doesn't have to pay you until you go and get a finding in court showing the other driver was at fault. They don't have enough insurance. These are your damages. This is the difference at that point now. Uh, is when your insurance company has to kick in if you have this extra coverage that you paid extra money for. We don't think that's right. Insurance companies adjust claims every day. They're in the business of claims adjusting. They are professional claims adjusters. They know how to figure out who is at fault. They know how to figure out what the cost is to repair the car, what the cost is to repair your body, looking at your medical bills, and they should do that. You don't need to wait a year or two and have to go get a lawyer before your insurance company should pay up house bill 359 by representative charlie garen and the senate companion by uh, senator cesar blanco would fix this problem it would go a long way towards fixing it and we hope that you will support it you can find a letter on our website and also under the action page uh, if you haven't done it yet already please take action because the Capitol needs to hear from you now i can tell you the insurance lobby is working hard against these bills So we wanna make sure your voices are heard and that policyholders are protected. Okay, last bill, a huge bill. You've heard so much about us um, or from us about this. This is House Bill 19, the Senate companion of Senate Bill 17, but the House Bill uh, 19 is the one that's moving. It has moved out of committee on the closest of votes. It was a five to four vote. um, You know that we testified against 20 families came over 20 families came and testified against the bill. You can catch all of that testimony, all those videos on our website, on our YouTube channel, on our Facebook page, on Instagram, everywhere. Um, Over 4,200 of you already have raised your voices to say, please stop this bill. This is the bill that the trucking lobby is pushing that's going to take away so many of your legal rights. If you or your family are injured or killed by one of these large Uh, trucks or a commercial vehicle. It could be an Amazon delivery van in your neighborhood. It could be an Uber or a Lyft. But if you're in a commercial vehicle, this bill is poised to give you all sorts of special privileges under our law that makes it much harder to hold these companies accountable if they injure or kill you or your family member. So we need as many people to weigh in against this as possible. Now is the time. The bill is heading to the calendars committee. If it clears the calendars committee, now we're looking at a floor fight on this bill. So now is the time to flood the Capitol with letters in opposition. I would love to get to 5,000 letters as quickly as possible. That's my challenge to everyone listening to this call. If you've taken action, wonderful. Now spread the word on your Facebook page, on your Twitter feed, on your Instagram, everywhere that you are. We need you to tell people to oppose House Bill 19. Give them the link to our website, and that's at texaswatch.org slash trucking danger, slash trucking danger. That's where you can take action. Let's get to 5,000 letters as fast as possible. You're going to be seeing a lot more from us on this, but this is a big one to oppose. All right. So many of you watching or listening on our podcast have been taking action. This is my my this is my, my deal to you. If you take action on everything that we've got up on our page... Uh, Kelly and I and Christian, we've been talking about new ways to uh, to get you some recognition as our super activists. So go look at our page, make sure that you've um, filled out the letter uh, and sent it to your lawmakers on all of our active petitions, all of our active letters that's up on our page. We've got uh, easy ways for you to call your lawmakers as well, even to send a letter to the editor to your local newspaper. You don't even have to know who your neighborhood newspaper is just enter your name and your address and it populates for you a list of, of course, your city newspaper, but then all the community newspapers, all the newspapers that serve neighborhoods, we've got it all set up, ready for you to go. And honestly, it takes a minute to do it. You can change the letter, you can change the letter to the editor any way that you want to, but we've got some uh, some pre-populated language there for you to work from. We never wanna put words into your mouth, we wanna make sure that your voice is heard, but we wanna make it as easy as possible for you so check that out and if you are a super activist at the end of our legislative session and you have taken action on everything that we've got up kelly's going to come up with a really fun way to recognize you so please do that i always close by reminding you about how powerful your voice is Uh, you are an influencer so if you're up on social media please 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 share our content look at our facebook page and share it every time you see us posting something that you agree with. Click that share button. Um, You can invite your friends to like us, so please take the time to do that. We're up over 20,000 people who follow us now on Facebook, which is awesome. Let's see if we can grow the family even more. We're up on Instagram, we're up on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. We've seen more people subscribing, but I'd like to get hundreds of more people subscribing. That's the best way to keep up with us because we put our videos up on YouTube first. So if you want to be in the know, check us out on YouTube and subscribe. Click the bell icon so you get all the updates from us on YouTube. Uh, Like I said, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Christian is holding it down on TikTok. If you're on TikTok, you can follow Christian there uh, under uh, Texas Watch. Get all of our TikTok videos. We have our podcast, Texas Tells. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast. Make sure that you please rate the podcast. Give us Give us the highest rating, whatever it is on that platform, four or five stars, uh, because that helps us with the algorithm. It helps us move up the rankings. So check us out everywhere that we are. We wanna be everywhere that you receive your information so that we can connect you with the political process and make sure your voice is heard. Remember, uh, knowledge is power. That's why we're trying to get you the best information possible. And there is strength in numbers. So keep taking action. We're gonna do everything we possibly can for you at the Capitol. It's really busy, but this is why we do this work. We live for moments like this. So thank you to the entire Texas Watch team, Kelly Taft, uh, Christian Benavides. from all of us here at Texas Watch. Thank you for everything that you do, and uh, we'll be back with you here very shortly. Take good care.
0: Texas Watch is a nonprofit, nonpartisan citizen advocacy organization. That takes on corporate wrongdoers, fighting to restore responsibility, and protect Texas families. We can't do this work without you. You can support us at texaswatch.org donate. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Please subscribe. And if you like us, please give us the highest rating wherever you Get your podcast. Knowledge is power, and there is strength in numbers. Join us.